cable manager. I'm just going to say, on, I'm not happy with the sound. Uh, no? So Why is that? Just out of me or you? feels very... Just talk for a minute. One, two, three, four. Very, We're doing the live sound checks. Very tinny. Very tinny. Let me just check. Uh, talk for me. No, that's not you. No, that's definitely okay there. Okay. All right, so... Uh, so you, are you hearing yourself, tinny or me, tinny? <laughs> no, I just... Yeah, the whole thing sounds just a bit... Did you, you know, did you don't, update don't you the think? firmware? Yeah. It just feels a bit... I can't I can't hear the difference. One, two, three, four. Hello, hello, hello. Maybe we need to put a big bottom in. A big, big ju- bottom? Yeah, maybe we need a big bottom. Mate, I've already got a big bottom. I'm yeah. all good, mate. Well, now, that actually feels better. Okay. Did we just do that your, live? A yeah. live sound check? Yeah, your big bottom. My big bottom has always been here, mate. Feels better. Okay. Oh, well, that <laughs> Social distancing. All right. That's, uh, that's just got really, really awkward. Um, so we were sounding better now? I think so. Mate, you're, I'll defer to your expertise, mate, coming from a radio background. Mate, a lot of people bag me for my sound quality, but I don't care. Really? Hey, send me all the emails you like. We're just a couple of battlers doing our best. Why do they complain about the quality of this oh, show? I've had, I've had emails. Really? Yeah. Well, isn't that cheeky? Frankly, yes. But, but why? What's the, the quality's not too bad? <sighs> the quality's excellent. Not, um, not that I listen back very often. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I don't want to get into it. Whatever. Uh, two Blokes Talking Tech is the show. So that's set up there. Good. Excellent. Wonderful. Very good. You've got very bright shoes, Steve. These are my, very bright these are my shoes. Under Armour shoes. This, these are the smart shoes. Yeah. I'll tell you a story about the Under Armour hovers. Um, yeah, that's them. I got, got those. I got a pair a couple of years ago you when did. they first launched them. Yep. Got them on a Today Still Show. In the box. We did all that. No, no, I've worn them <laughs> twice. Um, paired beautifully. Excellent. Yeah. At the end of last year, Under Armour sent me a Christmas. You know, gift box, yeah. shorts and a shirt and Mine some must shoes. Have. Mine got lost in the mail. I think. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, pecking order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so so I've put it. Uh, I've gone. Well, I'm never going to wear any of this because a I yeah. don't fit the shirts and shorts. So anyway, yeah. but the shoes, Jacko puts them on. And he goes, oh, "I'm the same size as you, Dad." Wow. So Jacko's worn them ever since. Big feet. Couldn't we? Couldn't pair them. Oh. And so I thought, oh, maybe Hover is yes. a sub brand, and d- listen, it's the right foot. Listen, Stephen's, yeah, yeah. Stephen's tapping you his tap right, your foot. right foot. <laughs> Listen, I've read the instructions. I've tapped my right foot a million yep. times. Jacko's done a million times. Nothing. So we just assumed you got that Hover was, you know, like a brand, but you also needed the Bluetooth. Anyway. Anyway, so a couple of uh, weeks ago, actually, Amanda did a shoe order for all the kids, you know, during isolation. And, and a shoe Jacko audits, did you say? Order. Order. Okay. New shoes for all the kids. Right. You know, we did it online for the first time properly. Okay. Jacko. What sort of shoes? School shoes or running no, shoes? Just running just, shoes. Just yep. shoes. Yeah, Jacko right. chooses a pair of underarms, bright orange buddy things, hovers, gets home, can't pair the buddy things. And I go, this is really weird, mate. So that's the second one that did it. Yeah, so we've tried another, another different phone. I've said, let's just start all over again with a different phone. Let's just get a brand new phone. Let's, let's install the app on your mum's phone. Go from there. Can't pair them. And I go, the, the last thing, I'm a bit of a trial and error kind of person, you know, find out what the, yeah, what the yeah. weak link is. Yeah, exactly. And I go, hang on a minute, buddy. And I go, open up the, the garage storeroom, and I found the, the original pair of Under Armour hovers, which are clearly not anywhere near our normal usage. <laughs> they were just in a box somewhere. Uh, Pull them out, tap the right shoe, boom, paired straight away. Well, yeah, right. With a different phone? No. With, no. Just worked. Work, worked with all of them. Yeah, Cannot get them paired because you got to like for the tap, ones we bought. You got to tap mate, the foot you and tap move them, it. You lie it on the right hand side. It gives a better yeah. signal, la, 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 mate. <laughs> just not happy. Okay, so mine well, works straight away. It was all not that it solves your problem, but no, it doesn't help. Yeah. Poor Jacko, he's got a bright orange pair so of what shoes. Size that do what, nothing. Is he size eleven? Uh, ten and a half, eleven. Yeah, ten and a half. yeah. I think I said eleven. He's yeah. got he's got big plates of meat, your son, mate. Yeah, well, big, big feet. He's a tall bloke as well. Yeah, like he's getting yeah. Your wife's tall, mate. Is your wife tall? Same height she as me. She height as you? Is exact she? same height. Really? Exact same height. Because Joe's way shorter than me. Yeah, 
But my my son's as tall as me, if not probably slightly taller now. Really? And my uh, my daughters aren't that tall. They're, they're they're sort of in between me and Joe. Right. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I don't know how we got onto that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I talked about your, that's your right. Your bright, shoe your, size. Your bright shoes. But also, you you if you got um, I don't know, it was it large feet? I don't know what is it. What else does that mean? Large feet, large brain. I don't know. Stephen, what are you looking at me like for? Stop it. <laughs> You're a disgrace. Why? You're a disgrace to the two blokes brand. Okay, here we Can, are. Hang on. Just, <laughs> just trying to make great content. Of course, but you know another thing too. You know oh, how there's no, all these no. Little, stop it. No, no. Listen, no, no. They reckon that your foot size, right? Yeah. So from the tip yeah. of your toe is the same to size the back of your heel as the middle of your arm. Hang no, no. Is the, sa- is the same size. I'm trying to the, check, Stephen. <laughs> is the same size as the bottom of your wrist yep. to the to the um, mm-hmm. your elbow joint. Yep. So true. that. That distance there is this should be the same as your foot. Yeah, no, I can see that distance, and I can tell have you, you heard that. <laughs> I can tell you that's not relative to anything. Have you else. heard that before or not? Yeah, have you heard it? Yeah. No, I've heard it before. Yeah, I've heard a lot of analogies there. And thing- what I'm saying is that distance is relative to nothing else. Okay, foot and size means nothing. I asked you before how tall your kids were. Yeah, how tall? Yeah. Apparently, when your child is two, yes, it's double double, double that height. Yeah. That's how tall they're going to be. Yeah. So, a couple of little. Tips there. I don't, know, I don't know how accurate it is, but you any, say you've heard that as well. But any other length or height tips you can give? No, not 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 on the, that I can on talk about cleanly on this podcast. Yeah, fair enough. Lose weight, it'll look, look bigger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you've got big hands, you're in trouble. Small hands, much better. Really? Small hands. You've got small hands, so you you know you. <laughs> it's like Seinfeld when he's not, he likes using a little bit of soap, the little soap because his muscles make him look huge. <laughs> The That's soup Nazi was playing in our dining oh, room last it. night. Mate, I interviewed the soup Nazi yeah. when I was at the telly. His name's Danny Thomas. No interview for you. Yeah. I interviewed him, that, yeah. that actor, like years ago when it was yeah. the first coming out on DVD or something. Yeah, so I've actually spoken to the soup Nazi. And he doesn't sound anything like that on the show, that he does on the show. That's yeah. total acting. All right. Uh, speaking <laughs> of shows. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. What a voice Bill Weaver has. Billy Weaver. I listen to what? him every Saturday on WSFM. What Shout out to Bill. Yeah. It's just, it's got, and it's a friend, depth, of the, friend of the show. Depth, but also... Yeah, real like, nice timber to it. Eh? Yeah. The word timber. Imagine... You know how, you know how what is it? wine snobs, you know, they <laughs> they sniff it and then they taste it and they can tell yeah, you the oats a hint of and the fruits and, and the whatever. We should find a term, like a, yeah. a way of describing voices. Absolutely. Yeah. Like people would say, like for mine, it's like, you know, fingernails on a blackboard or something <laughs> like that, you know, whatever. Or George would say, oh, it's all high and whiny. <laughs> Low talker, high talker. Low talker. <laughs> anyway, Bill, it's a wonderful voice. Good on you, and Bill. we appreciate you lending your voice to the start of this program. And this is Two Blakes Talking Tech, episode 440. Uh, thanks to the great people at Netgear and Uniden. We'll tell you more about them shortly, and we appreciate you supporting them. And it's also good, just quickly, to hear from people when you are doing that. Like, I got a couple yeah. of emails today. Um, in fact, I got one which was a two blokes listener talking about his Orbi and how he bought it because yeah. we went on about it, and it turns out it was everything we, th- we said it was. Like, with, with without sugarcoating it, we, we have great supporters, sponsors, advertisers, yep. but I've never done an ad. I've never... Um, supported a, a product, you know, financially, like in terms of someone's done an ad or run an ad or, or run anything that I didn't believe in anyway. Absolutely, yeah, you know? totally right. So yep. support those great people because they support us. Now, iPhone 5G. Now, whether it's the iPhone 12 or whether it's, you know, given another name, you know, the next iPhone. Will they stick to that convention? You reckon iPhone, they're up to 12. 
Yeah, I think so. Although Samsung have skipped ahead to 20. Well, I just don't see Apple doing that. Apple aren't going to go 20. No. They're going to knock Apple them. don't follow. Yeah. They don't follow Samsung they, anyway. They march to the beat of their own drum. That's right. So say. let's just call... You know what? There's a, there's a big chance it's just going to be called the iPhone 5G. Potentially. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Possibly. Yeah. People would go with that. But will all the phones... Like, the rumour is for, there's going to be four phones. Have you heard this? Yeah. So, so there's so going to be the 5.8, 6.1, 6.5, 6.8. Big mother. And I'm, I'm tipping, though, that only the top two will, will be, be 5G. 5G. So they'll be like an, like there's now an iPhone 11 All right. and the iPhone 11 Pro. I'll, I think the Pros will be the 5G I'll phones. put it out there for a bottle of wine for Joe, as has been done before. I think yes. that'll be 5G. I think if Apple's going to go in, they're going to go all in. If Apple believes no, that technology is so. ready... I think even within the new phones, there needs to be a good, better, best you think structure. So? But there yeah. is size, um, camera. They, they have other things that do that. Mm, okay. I worry that if they don't have 5G for everything, it becomes this kind of mixed messaging where there is 5G, but people buy a phone and it's not 5G. It's like, hang on a minute, I bought the phone in 2020 and it should be 5G. So well, I think another thing too to think about is how they're going to pro- how the price structure is going to be. Oh, yeah. If they're all 5G, it means they're all going to be more expensive. Does it though, or or, yeah. or has has Apple waited for the chipsets and everything to become more mainstream in the manufacturing sense? No. Plus, their general buying power uh, allows them to do things that other companies can't. So, yeah, you know, while Samsung charges one hundred and fifty dollars extra for a five G phone, essentially, mm. would Apple? I think they will. I definitely think they will because look, for for a lot of customers and a lot of people in general in the tech community, customers, whatever the the fact that Apple's doing it now means that 5G is real. 5G is it's here officially. Yeah, I think Apple. No, have done I agree. That. They've done it in the past. With we've seen, I think most recently, what they had wireless charging in their phones, and everyone thought, "Ooh, was yeah. everyone think, wow." Yeah, well, like not knowing that Samsung's done it for five years. Yeah, yeah. So I think now that Apple's going to come to the table with 5G, everyone's going to take 5G by the way, more seriously now. Well, by the way, we don't know that officially. Like yeah. it's as always with Apple. We're oh. talking on strong rumours, speculations, industry sources, etc. Yeah. There's no guarantee that there's a 5G iPhone coming this year. But what Stephen wrote about this week on techguide.com.au was uh, a report from the, a supplier, Broadcom, I think it was, Broadcom, who, who, yeah. do the modems, who do the modems, yeah. um, that, that they had a large North American mobile phone customer <laughs> um, and I wonder who that there is, would yeah. be potentially some supply delays yeah. for that customer. They're so that's about a cycle delay. That's yeah. essentially people going, well... Hang on a minute. I think yeah. we might uh, we might be seeing an iPhone delay. Well, this is in all. This is also not the first mention of a delay. No, that's right. A couple of months ago, there was talk internally, if the rumours are right, within Apple whether uh, well that, at the time they were pretty badly hit with the the the, the, the disruption to the supply chain because of coronavirus. So things that needed to be in place months earlier weren't mm. there to make the the deadline to to release this in the normal yeah. time. So I think that a combination of factors, and there are suppliers that were totally wiped out during the coronavirus. They've had to probably seek different suppliers for some components, and so that's kind of been an, a, a, had a had a bit of a add-on effect. But also too, the fact that Apple executives couldn't travel to and from China as freely as they normally would have to finalise this product, 
that I reckon has also played into a bit of a delay. It's all well and good to have a Zoom call with your mum to catch up, but that ain't exactly, the same as yeah. launching a product that sells in tens of millions yeah. of numbers. So the engineers need to be on the ground there. And so what I'm thinking is they will still have a September event. They'll have an announcement to say, here it is. But I think instead of it going on sale two weeks later, mm. it'll be two months later. Really? Or a month later. I'll be very surprised if it's if it's out when they when it normally is supposed to be out, like yeah. late September, October. Going by all and Broadcom's just one of many suppliers and sources that for this story that are talking about. See this. a lot of people would love to say, and I'm sure there'll be stories that, that say this in, in, in the due course of time, that you know, Apple delay means you know, others can make hay while the sun shines. I don't believe that generally. There's always a transition of people away from Android and into iPhone, away from mm. iPhone. There's always a bit of a, a swinging voter, right? Yeah. Uh, people that are off contract, off a two-year or three-year contract in September, yep. are not going to go, oh, I'm off contract. Oh, okay, I'll get a Samsung. I'll get, they're yeah, going exactly. yeah, to yeah, they're they're go, oh, there's going to be an iPhone this yeah. year, which is why you're probably spot on about the event. Oh, there'll be have one the sure. event. We're coming. Yeah, it's, it's so coming. that everyone yeah. knows that there's something to wait for. Absolutely, and so that yeah. no one can come in and cut their grass. Absolutely, right. that'd be the reason, don't you reckon? And, and, uh, totally. Yeah, and, and I think that sort of. No, I, I've I've had a lot of readers and listeners asking the question. Like they they're saying, "Look, I want to buy a new iPhone. Should I wait?" They're hearing. You know, they obviously know that there's an iPhone that always comes out later in yeah. the year. So a lot of people are saying, should I wait? Do I do it? go now? And my answer is, look, it's it's likely to be 5G. Probably 90% certain it'll be 5G. Mm. It'll have a different design. Probably 90% certain of that as well. Yeah. So there's a, there's a big Do you change. think all four or three of them will have that new design? Um, oh, yeah, I think they will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the only difference Why will four? be screen sizes. Yeah. And I dead set reckon they won't be all 5G, mate. All right, I only reckon the top two. Like the pro versions will be the the five G ones. Yep. So you know how there's like last year they released the eleven, and yeah, then the eleven pros. This year pros. there's three. Eleven, eleven the, pro, eleven pro max. That's it. Eleven pro is the smallest. Eleven is the middle. Eleven pro max is yeah, the bigger so one. So they'll right? have. Right, this is what I reckon they'll do. They'll have the five point eight five G. The middle two will be the eleven. Let's say, and the max one, the biggest one, will be five G, bigger screen, all the bells and whistles. Right. So the iPhone. 12, yep. non-5G, is a, what, 6.1 6 and 6.4 inch? 6.5, yeah. 6.4, whatever the, that size and is. And then either side of that yeah. would be the 5.8 and the massive yeah, one. Mate, it can't be called the iPhone 12 if there's four of them. It's just weird. There'll be iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 5G. iPhone 12, iPhone 12 Max, iPhone 12 yeah. 5G, iPhone t- or iPhone 12 Pro and iPhone 12 Pro Max and just don't use the 5G yeah. because and you just the Pro has 5G. The 12 will, and, and the the difference so the difference now is the quality of the screen so there'll be the OLED screens on the Pros mm. and the LCD screens on the on the the normal ones the, yeah. the 12s. Oh no, that's that's just me thinking out loud, but because because Apple always give you that the newest products, here's a couple of choices in the newest products, yeah. like they do with the 11 the 11 Pro. And I think we often lose sight of that. And I do too. I often, we talk about the um, uh, the iPhone being a $2,349 product, right? But actually, yeah, 1149 gets you an iPhone 11 yeah. or something like that, right? Well, it's that's why I reckon they won't all be 5G because it'll give them an excuse to make one much cheaper. And I, yeah. I think in this climate, mm. they need, even though the SE exists, cracking yeah. phone. Absolutely. Um, yeah. 
I think they need a, an affordable option. They can't an affordable a more affordable option of the newer products. Yes, they can't be just all under over fifteen hundred. So you're saying they they do that by making what is currently the iPhone eleven making a smaller version of it. Yeah, because it's actually quite a big phone. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. There, there just needs to be a differentiation. So that there is that. Oh, man, that, I'm that just range. excited for a new design. I'll be Absolutely, honest. Absolutely, weird yeah. as it is, It'll be a while. I like the idea of going back to the iPhone um, four, four, five. The, the, you know, yeah. hard uh, edge sides, but yeah. slightly rounded. So yeah. just merging, merging of the two. I don't think the iPhone ten design has aged well. Mm. I don't yeah. think those curved round yeah. edges have aged well. I, I also yeah. think this is the year they have to push the boundaries literally on screens. Yeah, so that it's big, thinner bezels that and yeah, they've got to go edge to edge for block sure. Block edge around. I yeah. mean, I'm not, they're not going to get edge to edge maybe, but yeah. they have to show some innovative way of pushing to the edge of the phone more yeah. because it, it's appealing in advertising, let alone anything else. Yeah. It just looks like a better phone. Absolutely. And I think the notch might be a slightly different shape, yeah. maybe slightly smaller. There's all there's all kinds of I think the story I use the picture I used on my story is one of the renders that someone did yeah. showing that more angular design and the the different uh, the right. slightly smaller we notch. Will, we won't that. know for some time and the rumors. Yeah. If we can we can officially call I mean even though we've been talking about rumors of the iPhone 12 since the iPhone 11 launch, um, <laughs> basically uh, this is this is core rumor season. That's what we've hit. Absolutely. We've hit core rumours. The season. other, well, while we're on it, we've got Worldwide Developers Conference kicking off in a couple of weeks. The v- yeah, online iOS version. 14. And uh, we'll have iOS 14. But the other big rumour from um, Sonny Dixon, who you've no doubt dealt with and spoken to, is that there's going to be a new iMac as well. So more yeah. sort of in the same design language as the iPad Pro. So having a more thinner bezels, flatter design, so there's that. That could be potentially unveiled at WWDC. It's funny, you know, you think of the iMac as a very slim machine, don't you? Yeah. And a bloke here the other day take the screen off mine to repair it, right? Oh, you did it? Yeah. No, no, I didn't do it. Jesus oh. Christ, no. Oh, someone came here to do yeah. it? Yeah. Wow. And, you know, replace the logic board and, yeah, it's good service. Is that right? Apple looked after you, eh? Jeez. Well, you know, it's yeah, <laughs> good, mate. it needed a fix. You got some friends in high no, places look, there, eh? I simply joined the support queue and I had on-site service in my plan. Um, the inside of it is actually quite spacious. Yeah. Like if you look at there's the room, yeah, there, yeah. I think there is yeah. room to take the the bulb away. So imagine going actually. So on the edge, it's so like taking two mil the bubble thick, away right? on the back of it. And on the edge, it's like two mil thick. Imagine making it six mil thick, yeah. like the iPad Pro is, but all the way along. What about the massive chin on it too? Take that away. True, massive uh, chin. Where are you going to put the Apple logo there? Yes, I reckon m- smaller chin. Smaller chin work, and maybe even have the logo smaller. It is overdue for it, isn't it? Absolutely. Now you talk about it, yeah. yeah. Well, Sonny Dixon's he's pretty, he's pretty accurate, he's spot on usually. He goes all with right. His, uh, you, you know, mate, you, yeah. can you get some um, replicas off him? I don't or? know what you're talking about. What do they about? call them? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> just, well, remember the dummies you had at the tent? I don't know what Was you're talking it? about. <laughs> you, you had them on EFTM. Oh, I don't just, No, yeah, absolutely. There's okay. dummies there. Oh, I can't so you disclose know where they come from. <laughs> have I just given him up, have I? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you've been, Sonny, you've been outed. <laughs> oh, not by me. <laughs> not that there's oh, anything wrong with not that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> but I, you know what? I wouldn't mind sending you iMac. Oh, mate, I'd buy it tomorrow if there's a new iMac. Even though I I only bought my other one a year ago. I'd go and upgrade just yeah, for that. Yeah, but that's the problem with Dub So it's, it's so late this year that I don't know we'd have we'd be able to do it for tax time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, not this year. It's yeah. going to be next year's tax time, unfortunately. Yeah, I was hopefully how hang on to the review model a few months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until the until yeah, the new one next arrives. year. All right, uh, details of uh, of the iPhone 5G delay are at techguide.com.au. dot <laughs> 
Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, here's something we definitely know about. No rumours here. The Sonos Arc soundbar has been released. It's available now, isn't it? It went on sale on the 10th, Yes. There you go. So it's available now. We've both had it for a little while, and I'm looking at it right now, as a matter of fact. Mm. The Sonos Arc soundbar, which I've got to say is probably one of the better soundbars I've heard in recent years and really fits beautifully in the Sonos product lineup and works even with other Sonos products like the sub and the little rear speakers that they have as well. What are they called? The Play Ones? The, or? Oh, the ones. The, the ones, ones that yeah. I've got over there are just the so Sonos they one. very intelligently um, have integrated that, but the soundbar itself on its own is... I, I, only, I only had it on its own for my review. Yeah. I had no other um, speakers. And I've got to say, performed really well. Um, the True Play was pretty smart as well. Only available on iOS. Did you know that True Play only oh, right, iOS okay. apps? Okay. But I think where I had it, um, I reckon it'd sound better in this room. Like where I had it at my place was more an open plan room. So like the right hand side of your the room lounge room. way open. Yes. So I think if it was a more enclosed space. It it'd be it'd be wouldn't be a nine out of ten. It'd be a ten out of ten. Yeah. In a more enclosed room. But otherwise, brilliant. I think oh, you're absolutely spot on. In terms of soundbars in my world, um, I think Ambio. We both go to that yeah, point. Exactly if you had right, all the money yeah. in the world, you just buy an Ambio. That, that's the, sort of the, that's the, the benchmark. benchmark. Yeah, for, it's the benchmark for single bar surround and Atmos. Yeah. Right? It just and, did it for me. And just FYI, it's a $4,000 soundbar from yeah. Sennheiser that so, we both reviewed. So let's be clear. That's, yeah. you know, that's, that's out the, of the That's the Lamborghini of, of soundbars. Yes. <laughs> um, this I, is more a Porsche. I, I think this is from a single bar... Given that it's a 5.0.2, so it's a, the two being the upward firing um, Atmos yep. uh, emulation, so it fires up up into the roof and bounces down on you. Um, in terms of Atmos, in terms of five channel in a single bar, there are some pretty good Samsungs and LGs, yep. but sound I bars think here for sure. just yep. single sound bars. Yep. But mate, I, I don't think you'll get much better out of your money. Than that, yeah, this has got a lot of bang for your buck. And well, I, just I, to be clear, it's what one thousand three hundred ninety nine dollars, right? Which is kind of what you pay for other sound bars that include rear speakers and a subwoofer. Let's be clear, that's true. This is slightly more expensive, but I think though, the way they've done this, the tech on board, and just the Sonos legacy of the, of this really clever audio engineering, the, these these really sound great. So here's my problem with it though. At thirteen ninety nine, it is too expensive for a single sound bar. Five channel with Atmos. Okay, I think you can get better value. I think you can get as good a sound for the average Joe, as good a sound for four hundred dollars less. Yeah. Okay, I really do. I really do think you can get five channel soundbars under a thousand dollars that are excellent and no one's going to complain about. Mm. Which which says to me that this device is for people in the Sonos ecosystem, absolutely, or are where they are going to move into the ecosystem. I said in my review, buying this for a Sonos customer will be a reflex action. They'll think, that's a good point. I've got to get it. I'm going to get it. And and I look at it and I go, so you're standing in Harvey's and there's a Samsung, an LG, a JBL. uh, They probably wouldn't have the Sennheiser at at Harvey's. They might. And then the Sonos. And you say to yourself, what am I I buying here? I'm buying a soundbar. But then what you should be asked by the sales rep is, 
what, what else are you doing in your house with music, yeah. with sound? Do you love music? Da, 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 da. Do you have any other speakers in your house? Are you thinking about getting them? Oh, and if I was a sales rep, I'd say, man, I'm not, I don't want to sell you another speaker. I want to sell you this soundbar. But I want to know that in six months when you come back to me, go, mate, um, I wouldn't mind a speaker for the lounge room or for the for the yeah. dining room or rather, a sub. Than, yeah. rather than picking up a bloody Bluetooth speaker and saying, yeah, pair that with your phone. Yep. I want to say to you, mate, for a few hundred bucks, you can add mm. a Sonos to, to the system right. and, and you're growing an ecosystem. Well, that's the sort of, it's another sort of legacy product of theirs that can perform really well. And and as I mentioned, I didn't have the sub with it. No. But the base on this is actually not bad on its own. But it's what really I good. found, because I've got the sub and the, yeah. and the rear. I now have the sub, so I, I got the sub after I wrote my review. So what I found was, you know, you listen to something, you're watching a movie or you listen to music, great, 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 great. And then you turn all those off. I turn the other three off, the oh. two rears and the sub off. And you're right. What it does is it automatically goes. Wait a minute! I don't have the sub. I don't have the rears, so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna push out the rears. Mm. No, no way is it as good in terms of the rears because it's virtual. But mm. bloody hell, it's amazing. It is good, and and the the fact that I think that you can also use this as a, it's like a massive smart speaker as well. Yeah, it's also too when the TV's off, you can just stream your music to it. So yeah. if airplay it, for the for those the customer who's got like one room that they have their TV. They might listen to music in there sometimes. This is ideal if you if you haven't got speakers spread out all around the house and you want to use this as your soundbar and also just to kick back, listen to music That's right. with the screen off. Big tick there for that as well. So you, you can open up the Sonos app and you can access all the music services you've linked and that's great. I personally don't love the Sonos app. Not a massive yeah. fan of it. It's interface. But I think that is discounted in, in now because you can just talk to Amazon on it. I'm not yeah. going to use her name because she's turned on and listening. Yeah, so you can change the volume um, with it and stuff. Hey? You can. And I can be sitting on like my phone. Speaker. I can sit on my computer if it's an Apple and I can just choose the speaker from AirPlay. Yeah. So I've been using, rather than using the Sonos app to listen to my music, I only use Apple Music. Yeah. So I've just been going, right, Apple Music, and then press the little button down the bottom and then choose yeah. Office, which is the name of the Sonos system. Absolutely. I'd say there'd be a, probably a higher number of Sonos customers that are iPhone users as well. I, I think there's so that too. probably a lot of iOS users. But um, what about something I didn't like about it? I didn't like that you couldn't get a numerical value on the volume. Did you see that when you turned yeah, the volume down? So yeah. I connected mine to my LG OLED TV through the E. Yeah, it just says receiver up and down. Yeah, so and it just says plus or minus. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I am OCD, yeah. and, and I. So but, you're worried that but, you're on eleven, not ten. Well, that, no, I was. Yeah, well, that too. I was worried that. You, you know when you turn it down and you actually hear it going down, you see the number going down? You didn't really... You're turning it down and you think, oh, is it down low enough? And you, I need to know my the envelope. I need to know what... Like, I know in my theatre when it's on minus two, I'm probably going to get text messages from my, the bedroom to say it's too loud. So I need to know the threshold. And this <laughs> wouldn't tell me this. So I'm thinking, I don't know if this is low enough. Am I... Is, I don't know if it's... Am I down yeah. to 10? Am I 11? Am I 5? I think that, that whole sleek design they've gone for, and it is a beautiful design. It's it's seamless, essentially, because there are, you, don't, you don't see where, where it's put together. Is good, but you, I didn't even notice that there was a little light there that came on for, for different things. You yeah, know, there's only really a, a little volume... Uh, a little, um, uh, microphone icon on it, and th- there's, there's no touch buttons. controls. There's volume controls on top. You can control yeah, the volume on top. but you don't know it. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? They're like there. You can see the little symbols. But it's, you know, I don't think you're meant to come up to it. If, if they're no, there, I, if you that's are. That's the point. You can use yeah. your voice. You can use your app. Yeah. You can use your TV remote. Like these are, these, let's be clear. Too. These are nitpicking things. Yeah, absolutely. The design is really nice. It's, it's called Arc because it's got a, what is it, 270-degree front face on it with... A gazillion holes drilled. It's also in it. called Arc because the first time Sonos have had an audio return channel based. Um, <laughs> I, all, all their other ones have I, not had HDMI. I joked that they they a lot of people might think that the TV manufacturers have made a HDMI port oh, just for Sonos. Point. Yes, because it's called Arc. Yeah, and they're thinking, oh, that's easy. I'll put it in. Yeah, everyone's been <laughs> audio the return channel. Going, oh, that's what I've been waiting for. Yeah, yeah good. it stands for audio return channel. They're thinking that is smart. I'm going to put the Arc in the Arc HDMI port. Yeah, I. I it's great. It, it works out Love of the it. box. Very, very good. Um, and and the sound is a normal yeah, and, Sonos and exceptional quality. As we said, if you're a Sonos fan, they had you at hello with this product. Remembering really too that nice. this is, you know, if you're a Sonos fan from way back, this is a Generation 2 product. Yes, so you need the new if app. If you've got the original yeah. Play 5s or something, it's it's not going to work for you. But if you I had a call on the EFGM podcast this week and someone asked about the Sonos systems, I said just Google, and it was something simple like Sonos System compat- Sonos S2 compatibility. And there's a really simple uh, page on the Sonos help site which shows a list of products that work on the S2 and a list of products that don't. Right. And and if your product is in the don't, then you're going to need to upgrade, or they're going to be a separate system, or you're going to be running the separate old app. Apps. It's just yeah, not. Yeah. But they've, haven't they re-released the five that works with the S2 now? The five has just had an update. Place yeah, there's a new five, five but, yeah. you, but I'm talking about on my fives at home. Yeah, they're old. They're, they're old. like five years old. They yeah. won't work with this guy. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you've got a. But that see for me, my fives are in the man cave at home. Yeah. This would be in the lounge room. I just go. Yeah, I don't care. I'll just run two systems. It doesn't yeah. worry me. I'd never playing the same music in the lounge room as the as the man cave. So yeah. what would it matter? Exactly. So I yeah. don't think that's a major issue for them. But the Sonos family has grown, uh, and this is a quite a nice addition to the family. Don't you it's very, very nice. Good luck to them. And if you're in the Sonos family, uh, what'd you say? It's a knee-jerk reaction. It's a it's a reflex action. Orby, uh, what yeah, I said. it's a from some Orby. I'm typing at the same time as Sonos talk. Arc. Yes, it is a reflex action. I said it for review. any Sonos owner. Correct. Yeah, and uh, you can check out our full reviews at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Look, the reason I had to Google uh, or check my mail for the word Orbi was because I um, literally just this morning became aware of a product uh, from Netgear, which is a cracking little thing. It's called the Orbi Dual Band Wi-Fi System. It's actually not called that. It's just called Orbi Wi-Fi System. It's the RBK13. It's it looks very similar to other little products too. Oh. And it's only dual band though. Okay. So it's going to be an entry level product. You're talking around $350 instead of the maybe five or 600 you might pay for for the bigger systems. And it does everything an Orbi does, okay? And if you didn't already know, Orbi is designed to spread the Wi-Fi across your entire home, um, take the internet that's coming into your home, and deliver it to every corner of the home. The Orbi Wi-Fi system, RBK13, smaller. They're little kind of uh, nodules that you sit throughout your home. There's three of them, one that sits with the router, two that sit elsewhere in the home, and they spread the Wi-Fi, create a dome of Wi-Fi everywhere. Um, the If you go up, up a gear and you get the standard Orbi or the Orbi process, Systems. They're a tri-band system and they have their own 
back channel for a higher bandwidth um, return channel so that all the internet is 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 sent through the home via an exclusive channel. But there is an Orbi for everyone is the point, uh, ranging in price from $350 all the way up and uh, they will change your life when it comes to uh, when, when it comes to internet in your home. And uh, that's, as I said earlier in the show, that's the great thing is when people email us and say, I had this, um, I had this great situation and, and, it, and it really, really resonated with me because what you said is absolutely true. Uh, people, people say to us that they, they bought this thing and it blew their mind. I've had at least two of those emails just in the last little while um, yeah. where they say, I, here's one here from uh, Nick. says, uh, the reason I bought an Orbeo is because of you guys. Uh, the two yeah. likes. We wouldn't sell them a dud. No, nah, um, and it's been unbelievable. So there not that you go. we not that we sell it. We recommend it. No, we we don't recommend <laughs> duds either. Exactly right. Sometimes over the course of years, <laughs> I've worked with some, but that's all right. Uh, two blokes talking tech, episode four hundred and forty. This is two blokes talking tech. Uh, Stephen, I uh, we had lunch with uh, Chris and, and Ron from uh, Laser here Great at the EFTM office. Lunch. Good barbecue lunch. The wow. boys went all the way to Blacktown to get it. Um, and they mentioned something, which is now official on the Harvey Norman website, that their Connect Smart Home range. So Laser, Aussie company, make a lot of uh, great products at affordable prices. But then they created this exclusive uh, brand for Harvey Norman called Connect Smart Home. Everything under the sun smart home, from doorbells to cameras to lights to everything, you name it. But they mentioned that the, the bulbs were coming down in price, and that, that happened this week. $10 for a light globe that's smart. Yeah. Now, why that's a big deal is because, you know what, a couple of years ago, it was $60, 70 $80 yeah, you had to buy for, you know, to get one yep. that also needed a bridge and all these other things. These are light bulbs that require nothing other than a Wi-Fi network in your yeah. home. Now... I love the idea of a ten dollar light globe because what uh, the point I'm saying to people is, if you've got a Google Home or an Alexa, and a lot of people do because they were given them for free, they got them from Woolies, or it was only thirty bucks. They've seen the ads yeah. and they wanted to, you know, have the, you know, talk to a Google and you know tell jokes and stuff. This is your chance with your existing. If you've got a, a, a Google Assistant or Amazon Alexa anywhere in your home, this is your chance to replace one light bulb for ten dollars. Yeah. And go smart. To and me. the first time that you program that, set it up and yeah. say, you know, oi, uh, Google, can you turn that light off? I'm trying to say it in a point where yeah. we won't set everyone's off. Yep. When you see that light turn off oh, and great. then you turn it on again, you'll be like, oh, we're going to get 10 more. <laughs> to be clear, too, this is a smart light, but also you can – it's got, like, lots of different – you can change the colour of the light, too. Yeah, it's like the, these so – the, the, the $10 ones are uh, are on a colour range for white. So they're, yeah. you know, warm warm whites and cool whites. Oh, are they're, they all different the colours as well? No, not the $10 ones. Okay. I don't think the $10 ones are the multicoloured. Um, Righto. But oh, so they're just on, off, and brighter and, and, and dimmer. Yeah, so you can – no, no, but you can have um, different colour temperatures. Okay. So you can have, like, a, a warm – 10 bucks. Yes. That's, that's, more, that's cheaper than a regular light. So – a lot of people don't realise in your home, you'll notice that when you go from room to room, one room's kind of yellowish and one room's yeah. really white. So if you look at the, the lights here now, yep. uh, Alexa, yep. turn all the lights um, white. So I think right now they already are. And so see how they went kind of a yellow, right? They actually changed just to... Just t- no, no, flu- no, no, not the uh, fluoros, the, just the ones yeah, <laughs> Alexa, turn all the lights warm white. And so it's basically different shades of Ooh, white. It kind of looks yellowy, orangey, but that's what you can do with your laser okay. Connect Smart home products okay. from Harvey Norman. Plus, they've got um, they've got a smart switch, yep. which I think is eighteen dollars or something got like that. Two USB ports in it, and and so that turns 
anything yeah. smart. So it could be a way to turn the TV off if you want it off at the yep. power. Turn it could be lamp. a way to make sure the, 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 fan. the iron's always off or the fan turns yep. on. Heat or, as, a, as was the case in one of my kids' bedrooms, the, the lamp is one of those tiny little crazy fancy light bulbs. So you just put the put the la- Connect Smart Home switch in the in the wall and yeah. the lamp plugs into that and the, and the cool. lamp turns on and off. And that's what's at 18 bucks. Eighteen bucks. So there's really there's there's sort of no barrier to entry now, is it, for no. people to start turning their home smart? Because like you like you said, it wasn't that long ago where these products cost like four or five times as much. Oh yeah, and a lot of people were a little bit intimidated, thinking, "Oh, am I am I going to spend that much on a yeah. light bulb?" And and you know what? Yeah. Um, my kids for some reason two weeks ago they went, they're all going to save up for Alexas. Oh. And I'm like, what are you? I've got hundreds of you, things. You've got office. 20 of them. I don't here. think. Amanda got angry at me because I brought them home and I set them all up. And she goes, Well, they were going to save for that. Now dad just comes home, you know, riding for, his horse. I'm like, yeah. Save for something else. Yeah, save for something else. A pair of shoes. Anyway, but it's cool because <laughs> the kids have now got Alexas in their bedrooms. Yeah. And, and each of them, because they've got, we've got uh, Belkin Wemo lights in from years ago. Okay. So they can turn their lights on and off. And oh, nice. Harry and Vivi have lamps with uh, Connect Smart Home bulbs in them. Oh, and too so easy. at night. I can hear Victoria, and here's a cool thing if you didn't know. If you whisper to Alexa, she whispers back. Yeah, I know. I've heard yeah. I've got So you hear Victoria going, Alexa, turn off all the lights. I don't know if you actually think we're whispering. Is she going to whisper uh, She back? did. It turned the lights off. Is she whispering back? She's going to whisper. Okay. She didn't whisper. No. It's outrageous. She's done it to Joe. I think we're, we're going on our kitchen You've got to be quite close to it, right? Yeah, yeah. We did but it. yeah, she whispers back to you. That's very cool. I'm I'm mainly Alexa at home. Are you mainly Alexa? I'm Um, mainly Alexa. We've got a couple of Google uh, smart home products, but honestly, I'm I'm all in on Alexa. I'm Alexa with with displays. I've got one. I've got two. I've got a speaker in the bathroom. I've got one in my office that's got a screen. One in the kitchen with a screen, and one in my theater with a screen. And what's the biggest benefit of the screen? Um, because you can you can sometimes ask for like pictures and videos and stuff of what and you can you can and I like the fact you can look at the weather and the time on it okay. as well. So it's like a it's like a little like a little photo frame on your it's, desk. It's a weird thing. I yeah. thought I was very Google, but um, I've quite and you can add the same products and like these Connect Smart Home. Yeah, products will work on both Alexa or Google. But I do think it's it's been easier for me to add stuff to Alexa than it has. Yeah. But here's the biggest problem with Alexa. You can't have multiple homes. Yes, only one. Now, yeah. most people are listening going, mate, I've only got one home. Yeah. But okay, I've got an office and a home. Yeah, right. And with Google, you can you can just drop down. I'm going to control this one now or whatever. Uh, but with Alexa, I needed a, I've got a separate whole login. separate one, yeah. Yeah, okay. so I've got a whole separate login. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and so yeah. from the app, I can only be controlling one at any one time. Which the, is other, the other benefit of the screen is being able to see my um, cameras. Uh, I can yeah. ask to see the front door, the back deck, I can ask. And it works yeah. through Arlo and Ring. Yeah, right. So I can go through that as well. All right. Well, we might set some screens up at home too. But you know, Definitely. We're all, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm testing Alexa Auto as well. Yeah, that's right. Which, yeah, yeah. while a weird thing... Is it good? I'm, I'm quite liking I haven't, it. I haven't got that right. Is it good? I don't mind it. Okay. Yeah, I kind of hesitated for so a bit and then wh- I went... So what are the benefits? What does it automate for you? Like, I know you... Well, I think you've got to you've think got about... you got CarPlay already Well, car, exactly. Yeah? You've got to think about people who don't have CarPlay. Like I don't in my test. I don't have CarPlay. So basically, it, it just pairs with your Bluetooth phone. So if you're yeah. listening to your Bluetooth phone, Alexa comes through that. That's how she gets into your radio, right? I'm getting it today. Yeah. Yeah. And so basically, then it. you can just ask, you know, what's the weather? You know, what's the time? All those different things. Yeah. And, and she'll answer it through the stereo for you. Yeah. Um, or play music and, and podcasts and everything as well. Yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's, that, that's what I want because being able to see not having CarPlay means I can't get to those apps like Apple Music. That's right. 
without touching my phone, which is yeah. illegal now. So having that voice control, yes. I've got limited. There was a recent software update on the test that they gave you. Uh, it read out your messages, and you can then, like CarPlay, dictate your response. That's a recent update. But in terms of being able to access my audiobooks, podcasts, stuff like that, yeah. if I can't access it through the screen, I can get to my radio and music through the screen, but Apple Music I can't control through the to, through the car. Or an audible, I can't control through the car, and these are apps that are yeah. you can install on CarPlay. So that, that's the other advantage. And Interesting. Here's the thing: um, a Connect Smart Home light bulb. Yep. I actually tested this. I was out early. I just dropped some recycling up the road. Drove out, and Alexa Auto was there, and I asked Alexa. She doesn't keep it's good. She is listening, I think, but she she's realizing that we're not actually asking her anything. <laughs> but I asked her to turn Victoria's light off, and and from here. Yeah, just from in the car. Ah, right. Right? Because, okay. because Alexa's a cloud service, right? Yeah. So I was driving, and it's like, you know, if you had a if you had a Connect Smart Home plug and the iron plugged into it, you're driving to work, you go, oh, hey, you know, Alexa, can you turn the turn the, turn the the iron off? Okay, that's cool. Boom. So, do, so, do so it's not anywhere. location, it's just because no. cl- it's a cloud. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because it's just an app. It's just I'm Alexa listening. It. I'm getting it. Anyway, so uh, my encouragement today to anyone listening that has... Alexa or Google in yeah. their house of any shape or size. Go spend fifty. Go and bucks. get some light globes. Yeah. You could have you a smart home for less away. than fifty dollars, mate. You can just 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 start off with anyway. Just change one light bulb. Yeah, and I'm trust me, and you'll be hooked. <laughs> even your wife who doesn't uh, have have a care in the world for it will, will be. You'll impress involved. her. Yeah. Yes. Uh, two blokes talking tech. This is two blokes talking tech. Now you know I'm into my high end audio. We, Are you we, really? were just, we were just talking about the Sonos before. Yes. And I, you're, a, you're an audio I, snob. I do, I do like really good audio, and, and I love reviewing it. I, I know that it's not everyone's cup of tea. Mm. I know it's not everyone's budget either. Yep. But what I what I reviewed was the Dyn Audio ZO20, and when I first saw it, I thought they're just sending me speakers. They're, these are just speakers. Mm. And then they're I realised the they're active speakers. What does that mean? Which means there's an amp in fl- they're, they're their own source. They okay. they can you, pl- you can stream stuff to them and they're they're oh, okay. active. That they, they don't you don't need an external source or an amplifier right, for them okay. to work. Yep. So uh, I got got them in and you know the, I, I, before I even looked up how much they were, I had an idea. I thought I'm going to set them up and listen to them first and try guess how much they cost, and I was about spot on. These cost three thousand three hundred dollars. Hang on, so you set them up, listen, and, and, and then went price. Yeah, this is three three thousand plus. This is these are this is good that'd quality. be a fun blind test with you. Actually, it was, setting uh, a bunch up, yeah, and getting and you so to price them. What based it is on sound alone? What what I've called it. Uh, um, this is what they call a bookshelf speaker. Remember the old bookshelf speakers? You remember those systems you buy with the little speakers and little CD player in the middle of it? Yeah. So it's kind of old school in terms of the size of it. So it's bookshelf size. It's 32, ah, yes, 32 right, centimetres okay. high. Yep. About big. Did you get them with the stands, though? No. I okay. just put them on my on, um, on my entertainment unit. Yeah. And, uh, like, away from the TV. So I've got a room where I can just listen to the audio. Yeah. And set them up really easily. There's a master speaker that has the all the components, because you the connections, because you can connect via optical RCA um, through an auxiliary in. So if you've got a tape deck, a, a, a turntable, 
uh, any kind of source, you can connect it through this as well. So, right. you get the, yep. so you're getting the best of Bluetooth streaming, but also if you've got a source so all of that's that you built into to, the speaker. Into one speaker. Right, okay. And the speakers talk to each other wirelessly. The speakers even give you the choice of you choosing which is the left and right speaker. So, okay, I want this to be the left one. Uh, okay. I want that to be the right one. Yep. And it is also a switch on the back that, tell, that you can tell it, kind of describe where it's located. Is it is it near a wall? Is it in the open? Is it in a corner? So you can also define that as well. So, look, with, without going into way too much detail, the all, all, all the tech on board that we're talking like drivers tuned tuned precisely, and there's a 14 centimeter driver and a 28 millimeter millimeter soft dome tweeter. They've got and like Dyn Audio, like all big audio yeah. companies, they've got their sort of signature technology, their signature quality of audio, and uh, this this is a really big company, and. Boy, does it shine through! There's 65 watt digital amplifiers in each in each amp that's been like tuned per precisely for each drive. So right? you're saying you could buy the, so two of them come for that three pair? Yeah, come in a pair for yeah. three what? Three thousand three hundred and so three bucks. three you get the pair. And yeah. so you're saying someone who really appreciates audio three um, three nine nine, you know. Ha, ha, well, has their own here, kind of den here, kind of room. Here's my here's my how I qualify this. If, if that price shocks you, you're not an audiophile. If you're the sort of person who listens to music on earphones, on a, on the bus, on the train, while you're running, while you're training, while you're doing other stuff, you're not an audiophile. You, live, you love your music, but you don't purposely sit down in a room to hear good music. Yeah. You hear it while you're doing other stuff. An audiophile has a room... Where they sit, it's their listening room. Just like I've got a theatre to watch movies, audio files have a room to listen to music. Yep. This is a product for that person. Done deal. So it's not it's not like someone saying, Bloody hell, you can buy a smart speaker for ninety nine bucks. Yeah. If you're it's someone who's whose kids are aged uh, seventeen, nineteen and twenty and you're thinking when they move out, uh, the wife can have her gym room and I can have an audio a room. A listening room. This yeah. is for you. This is like, and as I said in my review, if you have a room like that, you if you just want to sit down and listen to the music, yeah. you're going to want to listen to it in the best possible quality. You're not going to sit in a room and listen to a, a, a smart speaker hmm. or you know something that's like $200 speaker. Yeah. You want to make this worth your while. If you just like if you're sitting up a home theater, you're not going to put a, a 50 inch TV in there. You're going to go big. You're going to go go. That's, it, yeah. that's the reason you're doing it. This is for that customer, and, and at the price, audio file will tell you that's actually reasonable price. Yeah, reasonably priced. You've, you'll see other systems that cost twice as much as that. But in this instance, the Dyn Audio, it's it's that sort of level of quality that will will satisfy the audio file while not breaking the bank. Yeah. All right, check it out. Full review. Techguide.com.au This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And if you're hitting the road, uh, you'd be very, very well, a good idea to maybe consider a dash cam. And our good mates at Uniden have a, the model for you, the Dash View 30 and the 30R. 30 has the front-only dash cam. 30R has the rear camera as well. Both of them have 2.5K full HD from the front and they offer this high resolution view of the road so 2.5k video resolution so that's really important there's all the detail that you need in the event where you need to make a police report an insurance claim the things like your the car make model color the street names 
people, places, faces, that all that detail comes is really important. So having that resolution uh, is paramount, and that's what you get exactly with the Uniden. It has a dual-band Wi-Fi transfer as well, so there is no screen on this dash cam. So when you need to access the data, the really cool companion app allows you to quickly download the data from the, from the dash cam into your phone, so if you need to share it. But not only has it got your eyes, is it your eyes and ears on the road, it also has keeps an eye on your car in parking mode as well. So if someone backs into your car or there's some incident with your car while it's parked, the Uniden is keeping an eye out for that too. And it can also save you money with speed and red light camera warning. So it'll give you a heads up if you're approaching one of these fixed cameras. So you will save the money in your wallet and the points on your license. The Uniden Dash View 30 and the Dash View 30R. Check them out at uniden.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. We're talking about Amazon Auto, what's it called? Echo Auto? I can't remember what it's called. Auto, yeah. I'm gonna, I've, auto. I've heard about it. I the in-car version of the, the Alexa system. But CarPlay is still, to me, just one of the greatest yeah. innovations in, in smartphones. Android Auto likewise, but CarPlay I just prefer and use more. Um, and, and the great thing, the good thing about CarPlay is it brings up your smartphone interface and you kind of can interact with your smartphone features like apps, uh, streaming apps, music app, radio apps, maps and things like that um, with a normal car interface without having to touch your phone. But when you plug your phone in to a cable, um, your phone is still pretty much in the car. It's probably in the cup holder or something. Yep. I find that to still be a distraction. Okay, so A message comes up or whatever, it's yep. still a distraction, but it's going to be there because you're plugged in. The other funny thing about cars these days is more and more cars are coming with wireless chargers. You can yep. buy a Toyota Corolla, comes with a wireless really? charger. So you just rest it on it, charges, charges the phone. Pretty useless when you've got your phone plugged in so that you can use Apple CarPlay. Oh. So it's, it's basically a redundant feature. The okay. Either CarPlay or the wireless charger are redundant. Get into a high-end BMW or Audi wireless Apple CarPlay. And I've talked about this before, how that's a really cool feature, so that you get in your car, your phone can be in your pocket, it can be in your bag, or you can throw it in the wireless charger, and it wirelessly connects and uses Apple oh, CarPlay. Beautiful. Kia announced this week that their Picanto, which is their small, tiny, $18,000, $20,000 car, the next one, which will be out in a month and a half, will have wireless Apple CarPlay. Wow. And wireless or Android Auto, they say, but I've never seen that in action, so uh-huh. I'll, I'll wait to so test that. But so Kenny the Kia's got wired CarPlay? Yes, Kenny the Kia has wired right. CarPlay and no wireless charger. Is there a way you can do like an upgrade or get a dongle? I've got a dongle I've got a do- oh, dongle so called CarPlay to Air, which is ah. a pretty cool little thing I've reviewed. It it's pretty good. It's not amazing. Ah. It's not it's not um, manufacturer quality. It's it's ah. a bit buggy and it, it, it's slower to connect and things right. like that. But it's, it's a backup and it works. Okay. But the very fact that a $20,000 car is going to have... This essentially high-end technology That's is good. impressive to me. It's basically a shout-out to Kia. I love the fact that the, the Picanto, a $20,000 car, can have yeah. technology that is only available in something else that might be $140,000 from BMW or Audi. And it's a sign that pretty much every Kia over the next uh, two years will have it, and therefore Hyundai because they're sister companies. And it says to me that you basically, within five years, you're mad if you're buying a car that doesn't have CarPlay and wireless charging and yep. wireless Apple CarPlay. You think it? I reckon it's really smart of them to do this because you think about the customer who would really be attracted to that feature. Yeah, are your younger sort of millennial drivers who 
that's a feature they'd notice. That that's the, oh, right. That's great. That's exactly that's, that's right. right. That, that's right in the wheelhouse of the Spot that on. target customer yeah. who's not going to buy a $60,000 car. They're going to probably more likely buy a $20,000 Yeah, I think car. when this rolls into Hyundai and stuff, yeah. you'll see over the next 12 to 18 months some serious marketing aimed at exactly Very smart. Very smart. Anyway, uh, that's just a nice little uh, nice and little upgrade to, uh, to what's coming to a very cheap and affordable car and details of that are at EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Now, I had a, uh, I don't know whether you call it a clickbaity headline on my site the other day. Yeah, I, the headline was, and I don't know whether you clicked it or not. I didn't. <laughs> you don't know what I'm saying yet. Oh, yes, you do. You've said the rod down. What are the most internet-friendly cities in the world? Yeah. I didn't click it. I saw it on A lot Facebook. of other people did, I've got to tell you. Oh, good There's a very curious, uh, some curiosity out there. And you think about the internet. We travel or used to travel a fair bit. Remember that? And Yeah, I do. I'm just do trying you remember to remember getting on the plane? <laughs> well, it was this year. We, 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 at least we, the most recent trip we did was February with Samsung. Four planes I've been on in 2020. Yeah, four. Back and forward to CES and back and forward yeah, to same. San Francisco. I'm the same. Yeah, same as me. That was it, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh no! I, I went to Queensland. I've been on six, six oh, back and forth. I went to Queensland in January between the trips. Joe and I went to the to Broadbeach. Remember? Oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're talking about internet, internet, and traveling. So you think about yeah. when you, when people travel, it's internet's crucial because they need it to connect not only to you know, look around them and find information but keep in touch with loved ones and some people like us we, we work when we're, we're overseas we yep. we need the connection so this company called business fiber they're this information uh, resource for business finance and technology they did this the, I, I just have to credit them with this information right business fiber is there's a link on my story to them they did this remarkable study of 31 of the most popular destinations around the world and the factors they took into account right include average cost of data okay the average download and upload speeds mm-hmm. the number of free wi-fi hotspots okay 5g coverage yeah. the number of restaurants with free wi-fi yeah. feeling uh, like um, the rick disney's <laughs> but anyway go on um, and yeah, so they're, they're the main five okay. factors. And how, how many cities? Th- 31, Thirty-one, but they came up with the top ten okay. cities. Go from ten, ten up, ten up. Coming in at number ten mm-hmm. is I'll just scroll down to my list here. Yeah. Osaka in Japan, oh, okay, number right. ten. Good on them. Coming in at number nine, Seoul, South Korea. Oh, good people, good yeah. people. Been there. Number eight, Bangkok, Thailand. Never been there. No Number seven, we've both been here. Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah. Hola. Number six. Oh, I don't think you've been there. I haven't been here. My son has been here, though. Okay. Amsterdam. Yes, I've been there. Have you been here? Yeah, I went there with Huawei a few years ago. There you go. A long okay. way back from Mobile World Congress. Yeah, lot, I'll, mate, I'll, that's where I learned what marijuana smelled like. I was busy that week. And, yeah, there's a lot <laughs> going on. Um, so that's yep, number six. There. Yep. Number five, we've both been here. New York City. You love that place. Number five. Yep. Number four is Singapore. Do you feel like David Letterman right now? Yeah, it's a top ten list. <laughs> yes, I do. Coming in at number three. <laughs> Paris, France. Yeah, okay. Number three. That just feels like it's costing you money. Okay, here we go. Number two. Yep. Runner up, Tokyo, Japan. Oh, Japan gets number two. two. Good work. And coming in in the top spot, San Francisco. Roll, 
What did you say? San Francisco. What do you reckon it is? San, San Francisco. Wrong. Really? London, the UK. Ah. London, London England. They, what the, the home of Photoshop photos of the Queen. There you go. They became, they sort of had the top rank because they had more, I think over 600,000 free Wi-Fi hotspots. Okay. 688,126 hotspots. They had the highest number of restaurants with free Wi-Fi at okay. 3,981. Where do they get this information? London also figured highly because it has uh, pretty solid 5G coverage already. Right. And also were one of the top country, top cities for the best upload speeds. Yeah, solid cases of coronavirus as but, well. Uh, <laughs> but here we get some other little stuff that they've broken down. The top five most 5G-ready cities. Okay, starting from... I'll start from the bottom again. Okay, yeah. Number five, Las Vegas. Oh. 13 5G spots. Yep. Like clusters there. Number four is Miami. Right. It's got 14. London has 35. Wow. The second country is Los Angeles with 40. Right. And Seoul is number one at 83. So it's more than double number two with 83 5G spots. Sydney or Melbourne. No, Australia doesn't figure at all in any of this. Um, Now, the top five cities with the fastest download speeds, these are going to surprise you. These are average download speeds, okay? Paris, 42.8. This is download speeds. Amsterdam, 44.9. Tokyo, 45.2. Singapore, 54.6. And Barcelona, number one, 59.2. Is that mobile? the fastest average download speed across the board. Right. And the fastest upload speed, number one is Amsterdam. Fastest uploads with 45.7. streaming all the stuff going on behind Red Rooms there. Outrageous, but it's really interesting how um, you and the travelers would consider this. They'd, they'd where, you where do you want to go? Where, 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 if I like, aren't you asked that question? I'm asked that question twice a week. I'm traveling, well, not lately, <laughs> yeah, it's dropped. I'm off. traveling, what do I do? I want to buy, should I buy sim cards? What do I do? Yeah, I'll get the do question. You want to have it the least friendly internet friend, internet destination? All right, I'll let you do that and then we're ending because okay. uh, we're reading all this. You're not letting me. Well, I'll, go, I'll just go do the top three. The least, the top three least friendly destinations yep. Dubai, number one, least friendly. Wow. Because it's expensive and not many free Wi Fi spots. Okay. Number two is Agra in India. You're going to keep that on the list, mate? Keep that in India. Number three is Shanghai, also least friendly. Really? One of the top three. Top least friendly. Is that because they filter out results on the internet based on their political know. needs? I don't know. That's definitely what happens there. <laughs> well, that, I'm no that risk too. of travelling there that anytime too. soon, so I don't really exactly care. Exactly right. But <laughs> Imagine look, if they were listening. Interesting stats there. Imagine just if the uh, people, people's Republic were listening. <laughs> in Shanghai? Just in China, generally. Yeah. Imagine if we got black band. You can check on Wushka how many listeners we've got in China. Yeah, I know, but like... I've got a few. I'm, I'm talking, talking, about, talking about you know, if we were to not get a visa because of the things we said. Because of what we said... Wow. Would it mean we'd have a decent-sized audience in China then if they've heard it? That's what I'm saying. And someone in w- who was in a high enough position to actually action that ban, that's pretty – that'd be actually impressive if we if that happened. So, therefore, do you want to play up to that impressiveness <laughs> or down? I'm just going to keep it as it is. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading episode 440 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Um, we'll be back next time. And if you're listening to the private feed, that's coming up next.